Welcome to Sutton Full Potential Podcast, Episode 13. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and it is my mission to ensure you feel empowered, enriched, and supported to find success on your own terms. Be fearless in the pursuit of what sets your soul on fire. Do you struggle with anxiety? This week, my anxiety has been pretty bad. Saturday, it was terrible. It really messed me about and I was no fun to be around. It really did spoil my day. Now, I am lucky to not struggle with my anxiety every day and I'm also able to spot it and joke about it. I overthink most things and read into things that I really don't need to, which results in my anxiety unnecessarily spiralling out of control. I recall when I was at university as part of my final grade for a subject, I can't recall which subjects anymore. I had to present to my class up the front in the lecture theatre. I was nervous about doing it. Public speaking wasn't something I loved. And then pile on the pressure of it counting towards my final grade. I got so nervous. My mouth was moving, but no words were coming out. And before I knew it, I'd passed out. I no longer pass out when faced with the challenge of delivering a speech to a room full of people but I'm certainly not jumping for joy before I start talking. Going to training programs, we've all been to them when you go around and you have to introduce yourself. My high is being so fast and I can no longer recall my name. My internal voice is screaming at me. You know your name. It's really not that hard to say. My palms are sweaty and my heart is racing. I would give anything for the ground to swallow me up whole before it becomes my turn. I always make it through it. I somehow managed to recall my name at the last second. My cheeks go a little bit red as I say it, but I get through it. I'm a bit of a nervous Nelly as a passenger in a car. Most of the time, as a passenger, I can keep my anxiety in check. I've learned to do this, partly because my husband is a terrible backseat driver and he gets bored really quickly, so it's actually less stressful to allow him to drive. But yesterday, I don't know why, my anxiety was so, so in overdrive. And honestly, it was a five-minute car trip to get coffee. We normally walk, but we drove, and the trip felt like an hour. For me, it's not just my mood that my anxiety impacts. I have physical symptoms too. My neck hurts, sometimes to the point in which I can no longer turn my head. My back starts to hurt. Oh, and the funniest one yet I have experienced is my jaw locking out, so everything I have to eat has to be for a straw. Anxiety amongst millennials is on the rise. It has been said that we are one of the most anxious generations. Normally, when you know you're not alone in your struggle, it makes you feel better. But for me, when I talk about anxiety or when I experience anxiety myself, I take no comfort from knowing that I am part of a generation that is classified as being one of the most anxious. Now, we are biologically programmed to feel anxiety. It is important. It keeps us alive. The feeling of anxiety at times can be a good thing. It protects us. For example, it stops us from running out into the street. Anxiety can help us be more alert and pay attention to certain situations. At times, though, anxiety can be overwhelming and it can stop us from doing the things we need to do. Has your anxiety stopped you from doing anything lately? Does your anxiety cause you to worry too much about things? And sometimes things you don't really need to worry about at all, but you just can't get those thoughts out of your head. Are you aware of what your anxiety triggers are? 
pay attention to what's happening and how you are feeling because recognizing your anxiety and knowing what your triggers are is really important. Sometimes it's that there's a lot going on and you feel anxious for a variety of different reasons. You will see patterns in your anxiety and every now and then you'll be able to pinpoint a specific event that has given you anxiety. Flying for me, more specifically, long haul flights. Anything over 14 hours, oh my God, horrible experience for me. If it ever happens to be on a long haul flight with me, I'll be the grown adult crying, trying to do my best not to make a fuss and ensure no one knows how terrible I am feeling. Have a think about what triggers your anxiety. Look at when it happens or where you are when you experience it. Are there any steps you can take to reduce your anxiety in those situations? Sometimes simply knowing what is triggering your anxiety can give you a sense of control. I'm going to share with you 13 things that help me with my anxiety that you may find helpful. Number one, get moving and shake your booty. I spoke about the importance of getting your body moving in episode 10. I gave up my gym membership and stopped making movement a priority in my day. I experienced a massive change in my positive mindset, my energy levels and my general happiness. I don't miss the gym but I miss how I felt when I was prioritizing movement in my day. Getting up and moving your body is a natural way to clear your head and reduce your anxiety. Anxiety impacts everyone differently and different situations trigger anxiety. I know for me personally, when I'm feeling overwhelmed at work, going out for a quick walk really does help clear my head and reduce my feelings of anxiety. Running for me is amazing. I put my headphones on. Yes, yes, yes. I know it's a massive safety issue listening to music whilst running, but I'm still going to do it. When I'm running, I can get out of my own head so quickly. And all I'm focusing on is putting one foot in front of the other as quickly as I can. It's such a freeing feeling for me. Find what works for you. It doesn't have to be hours swearing it out in the gym. Find something that you enjoy, which gets you moving. Number two, you are what you eat. No, I'm not going to turn into the food police here. Eat what you want. I like a good bar of chocolate or a McDonald's meal just as much as anyone else. But food really does make a difference in how you feel. The fuel you feed your body will have a big impact on your mind, your energy and your concentration levels. When I feel good, I'm able to cope with my anxiety a hell of a lot better than when I feel crappy and sluggish. I know it's a hard loop to break. I'm a comfort food eater with limited self-control. It's pretty easy for me to smash a whole packet of chocolate biscuits in one sitting. For me, when my anxiety is high, I eat more and I'm not reaching for what's in the fruit bowl. I try to do little things every day to improve the fuel I put into my body. So I try to start every weekday with a green smoothie. You may have seen it on Instagram the other week. Start your day with good intentions and see how you go. You don't have to be perfect every day, but you do need to acknowledge that you do choose your behavior each day and each moment of every day. And the food choices you make will impact on how you feel. Number three, reduce your screen time. Yes, I know it's hard, but stop scrolling through Instagram and Facebook. It's not going to make you feel any better. I have a deal with myself. When my anxiety is high, I limit my screen time. I do not look at my phone in the morning until I am up, showered, got my makeup on and had my breakfast. Number four, 
pick a book up over Netflix. Read, Netflix will still be there tomorrow and you're not going to miss out on anything. I find reading helps me relax and get out of my own head a lot more than watching TV. I get caught up in a good book, creating my own movie in my own head. Number five, pick your playlist well. If your anxiety is high, listening to a bit of rap music may not really help you. Find songs that are uplifting and calming to you, or just a bit of cheese. I found this great playlist on Spotify yesterday that really helped me. It's called One Hit Wonders. So cheesy. It took me straight back to my teens and was such great fun to sing along to. Number six, talk. Don't shut yourself away. You may not feel like socialising or talking to anyone when your anxiety is high, but push through it. Pick up that phone to your close friend, tell them how you're feeling and just chat. Talking really will help and your friends will help you get out of your own head And by the end of the conversation, your anxiety would have started to settle. Number seven, get out of the house. Go out. Do not sit on your own in your home. Now, you don't have to go crazy here and start painting the town red. Go to the coffee shop. Take a walk. If you don't want to be outside, go to your local library and sit and read a paper. Just be around people. You don't have to interact with them if you don't want to, but just be out of your own home and be around people. Number eight, breathe. Take some deep, calming breaths. You can do this on your own or you can find a guided meditation focused on breathing to help you. But just breathe in and out. And that action of focusing on your breathing in and out will help calm you down and think more clearly. Maybe if you're feeling a little bit adventurous, take up yoga. There's some science behind it. Deep breathing can reduce that fight or flight response we feel when we're anxious. So breathe. Take deep breaths the next time your anxiety levels are getting a little bit high. Number nine, move away from that bottle of wine. I like a good glass of wine at the end of the week. But if my anxiety is high, although wine is appealing, it may not be the wisest choice I could make. Alcohol acts as a sedative. It may help you feel more at ease. It may make you feel more socially confident at a party or help you forget your worries. But these benefits are short-lived. When we drink alcohol, it disrupts the balance of chemicals and processes in our brain. These effects wear off pretty fast and that pleasant feeling fades quite rapidly. And your anxiety may get worse. So don't open that bottle of wine if your anxiety is high. Leave it for another day. Number 10, what makes me sad? Move away from the caffeine. If your anxiety is high and like me, you love your cup of coffee or maybe free, try to reduce the amount you drink or just be aware of how it impacts your mood and your feelings of anxiety. Caffeine makes our hearts pump quicker and it can increase our body's temperature. And for me, 
I hate being hot. I find it too overwhelming and my anxiety increases. And I can't think logically until I've managed to cool down a bit. So if my anxiety is already high and then I drink the couple of cups of coffee I have a day and that increases my body temperature, I'm not going to be in a fun place. But did you know caffeine triggers the release of adrenaline also? Adrenaline is a source of fight or flight response, a survival mechanism that forces you to stand up and fight or run up that hill when you're faced with a threat. So beware how caffeine may impact on your anxiety. Number 11, get a good night's sleep. Sleep, you know that saying, you will feel better after a good night's sleep? It's true. Sleep really is important for our bodies. I know when my anxiety is high, I really struggle to sleep. And then I get stuck in this loop. I'm overtired, but I know I need to sleep, but I can't sleep because of my anxiety. But I know in myself, if I get a good night's sleep, I would be able to manage my anxiety better. So what I do when this happens to me is I find a guided sleep meditation to listen to. Now, it doesn't always work. And sometimes I'm still tossing and turning in bed well after the meditation has finished. And sometimes it takes a few nights to find the right meditation for me to drift off to sleep. But once I've had that good night's sleep, things really do look brighter and better in the morning. Number 12, laugh. We don't laugh enough as adults. Can you recall the last time you laughed so much you cried? Or even worse, that drink you were trying to enjoy started coming out of your nose? Laughing is so important and science is starting to back it up. It really does do a lot of good for us. When you start to laugh, it doesn't just lighten your load mentally. It actually induces physical changes in our bodies. So laughter can activate and relieve your stress response. Laughter fires up and then cools down your stress response. And it can increase and decrease your your heart rate and your blood pressure. And the result is you feel pretty good and you feel relaxed. Laughing can smooth tension. Laughter can also stimulate circulation and aid muscles relaxation, both of which can help reduce some of the physical symptoms of anxiety. This one's a given. Laughing improves our mood. Many people experience anxiety, and laughter can help lessen that feeling and just make you feel happier. And laughter enhances your intakes of oxygen-rich air, stimulating your heart, your lungs, your muscles, increasing those endorphins that are released in your brain. And no one likes being sick. Laughter improves our immune system. Negative thoughts manifest into chemical reactions that can affect our bodies and bring more stress into our systems and decrease our immunity. By contrast, positive thoughts can release chemicals in our body that help us fight stress and the potential more serious illnesses. No one likes being sick, so get laughing. And finally, number 13, don't beat yourself up. Not all feelings of anxiety can be gone in a day. 
And these tips I've shared with you may not work for you. Experiment with what works for you. Explore different options and find what works for you. I have shared what works for me. You are not me and you have different needs to me and your body will react differently to mine. And that's okay. Be yourself and find what works for you. If standing on your head works for you, go for it. Do what you need to do to look after yourself. So let's recap on those 13 things. Number one, get moving. Number two, you are what you eat. Number three, reduce your screen time. Number four, pick up a book over Netflix. Number five, pick your playlist well. Number six, talk. Talk about your feelings. Number seven, get out of the house. Number eight, breathe. Number nine, move away from that bottle of wine. Number 10, and if you remember, this is the one that makes me feel sad. Move away from that caffeine. Number 11, get a good night's sleep. Number 12, laugh because no one likes being sick. Number 13, don't beat yourself up. Acknowledge that we go through hard times and sometimes you're going to have ups and downs. And that's okay. Don't beat yourself up for feeling human in the first place. I hope you have enjoyed today's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to be the first to be notified of new episodes. Share with your friends and show it some love on social media. Your reviews matter, so please take the time to write a review or provide a star rating. For a newbie show like mine, these reviews are everything. If you have any topics you would like me to discuss, reach out through my social media channels. The links are in the show notes. To stay up to date, follow me on social media at Sutton Full Potential on every platform. Have a wonderful week full of growth opportunities on your journey to finding success on your own terms. <laughs> <laughs>